everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Parent Network Podcast. My name is Chris Sasser. Uh, most people call me Sass. You might not have known that. Uh, Chris Sasser, I'm the pastor of Family Ministries at Port City Community Church in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I am excited today because we have a special guest, kind of like going to be a co-host today. That's what I think. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll, you'll be that. Uh, this is uh, my friend Michelle Starbuck and Michelle... And uh, my wife, Karen, and her husband, David, we've been friends for a long, long time um, through a number of different places. And Michelle is uh, a wife and a mom and a leader and uh, passionate about Jesus and the church and parenting. And uh, most recently, she has taken on a huge volunteer <laughs> role. Super volunteer. Yes, that's what we call Michelle, a super volunteer uh, here at Port City as uh, the volunteer director Leader. Leader, <laughs> coordinator, uh, guru of our parent network. And so Michelle's been doing that for, I don't know, about a year-ish or so, maybe longer than that. Now, just helping to coordinate everything in the parent network. And I thought, you know what, who better than to talk about um, what we're doing this year in intentional parenting than Michelle. So, Michelle Starbuck, That's... tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, Michelle Starbuck, everyone calls me Michelle. So, uh, there's that. Um so I'm married to David, and I have two children, Daniel and Sarah, and our children are older now, so they're 23 and, oh, wait, no, 26 and 29. Oh, okay. wow, you missed yeah. that big I missed three. <laughs> I did. Um, I, yeah, so they're uh, older. They're both now married. Our daughter got married this year. Uh, Sass was the officiant at both of our weddings, so we're Ooh. definitely family all the way around. Yep. Um, so I've been through a lot of the parenting stuff, and I think especially as they got into high school, I just started seeing them come into who they are as young adults, and this whole parenting thing kind of took different different ways of, of looking at it, and um, I just loved the whole idea of family and parenting, and, and also just going to who the kids are and helping them understand who God has designed them to be, what's their giftedness and their skills, and, and just trying to help them with that. So uh, we moved to Wilmington about four years ago, loving the beach, and kids kind of went on their way, and uh, next thing I know, here I am with you. So so David and Michelle have honestly kind of been uh, parenting, I think, mentors for Karen and I when we have, you know, <laughs> things that we need to talk about. We have called the Starbucks over the years and because um, we have seen them do such a great job with their kids. And it was interesting, a few years ago when we were starting this parent network, I'll tell the story really quickly, mm-hmm, but there yes. was one particular like I was sort of trying to lead this parent network in the midst of doing, you know, the rest of my job as pastor of family ministries, and it was a new endeavor and way too much. And there was one little part of the parent network that I said, hey, Michelle, would you be willing to maybe help lead this one part of the network? And she said yes. And uh, we were at a conference here at our church, and I went home that night and thought about it and talked to Karn about it and prayed about it. We came back home or came back to church the next day and said, hey, Michelle, how about you just lead the whole parent network? And she said yes which was good news for me. So why in the world did you say yes to that? Yes, um, and I actually was more excited about the whole thing than just one part of it. And I think part of it because, like I said, our kids are older. I've been through a lot of the stages that we're, we're going to be talking about in Parent Network. Uh, the good, the bad, I can look back and kind of see where I missed and where I was successful. And um, also, so I wanted to be a part of that, whatever I could do to give back and, um, and and share that. So that was exciting. But I also had been working with SAS for a long time, and I knew this whole idea of parents matter. 
and sometimes churches don't get that. And he wa- he wanted to, to create this parent network so that we can start incorporating parents and encouraging and equipping them. And I just got excited about wanting listening to him as he was thinking about this, envisioning this. And so when um, that moment came where I could be a part of it and partner with him, I'm like, yes, that's what I want to do. So uh, we can we can go to a lot of fun places. Yeah, but with thank this. you for saying yes. Uh, because <laughs> this welcome. parent network thing that we're doing is uh, as far along as it is because Michelle Starbuck said yes to that. Um, so, okay, we're not going to talk a ton about sort of the, the logistics of the parent network. There are a lot of people listening who know a little bit about that. If you don't mm-hmm. know, you can go look at parents.portcitychurch.org to sort of see kind of all of that. But one of the things that, that, that we have done this year is we've decided um, to, to, for the first time in a, kind of our first sort of full year, to take sort of a, a, a one particular lens and look at the whole year mm-hmm. in that. And that is uh, being intentional as a parent. And we, we had Stuart Hall scheduled. If you hadn't listened to that podcast, it's number two. Go back and listen to that. Stuart came to our church and did a great um, seminar on the power of intentional parenting. And leading into that, uh, Michelle just said, hey, like, let's not just do a one-time event on being intentional as a parent. Let's take the whole year and let's see what we can do to make the whole year be about being intentional as a parent. So talk a little bit about sort of where that idea came from and, and what you were thinking with that. Right. So intentional parenting, um, you know, first of all, I think we should say that there's nothing new under the sun. You know, the <laughs> whole idea of intentional parenting isn't something that SAS came up with or I came up nope. with or Port City. Um, it's out there. We just felt like it was very important for people to come back to intentionality in their parenting. And we'll talk a little bit more than that in a minute. So that was the theme that we kept coming back to when we talked about parents and issues that they were going through or how we can help them. We kept using that word intentionality, intentionality. So we said, you know, let that be our lens for right now, helping parents to come back to what is intentional parenting. And the word intention is is about doing something on purpose, uh, deliberately. So we said, you know, it's parenting on purpose. It's not parenting on the fly or by accident or letting other people parent. It's a parenting on purpose. And that's where the whole idea of intentional intentionality and parenting started to bubble up. And we said, you know, we want, we want to have that kind of singular focus to help people come back to what intentional parenting is all about. Now, one of the things that, that I think we do as parents sometimes, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, is I think sometimes we can be intentional about what we're doing like with our kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a difference here. Like, like I could be intentional about wanting him to stop doing that. Right. But that's not what we're talking about here. No, we're talking about parenting, intentional parenting. We're not talking about kids. We're not talking about changing kids. We're talking about not behaviors. Not behaviors. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that when we, when we talk about the whole year of intentionality of parenting and what we want to do. But really, we're talking about parenting. Parenting is the action that a father or mother takes. That's what parenting mm-hmm. is. It's what your action as a, as a parent is. And we said it's got to start there. It's, got, it's about your thoughts, your um, ideas, your values, everything that you do, your actions as a parent. That's parenting. So it really is taking time to look at yourself as a mom, as a dad, and say, what am I doing to parent? Um, We'll figure out the kids' part in a little while. That goes a little deeper than what I normally think of as a parent because I have to, like, get her to do her homework and not right. fight about it and right. get him to take a shower. 
right? But it, it, it's it, different. it comes down to your attitude and how you speak to your child and, and how what's important and what battles are you picking. It's all of those kinds of things. But that's the parent side of it, the mom and dad side of it. It's not the child side of it. Yeah, that's good. So I know a lot of parents who, uh, in, in kind of the day and age that we live in and the culture that we live in, that they kind of feel like their parenting is out of control a little mm-hmm. bit. So talk a little bit about, I know you have some thoughts on that. Tell us about that. Yeah, so you know, the question is, who's in charge of your parenting? And you should be in charge of your parenting. And you say, well, of course, I am in charge of my parenting. But let's look at what is, is guiding your parenting. And, you know, are you guided by others? So are you looking at your neighbors or other family members or other people at, at uh, your church or your school? And social media wreaks havoc mm, in this area mm-hmm. because so many people look at pictures online and they say, well, that family's doing this or this, or maybe we should do something. It's like, no, there is nobody out there that's raising 12 kids, baking their own bread, making their own clothes <laughs> and having a good time at right. it and, and being sane and healthy in the, in the process. Everyone's unique. Every family's unique. And so when you start parenting by others, you start looking to others and compare yourself and say, well, if they're doing it, maybe we should be doing it. So sometimes people parent by others Sometimes parents, um, we parent by culture. So what's on TV, what's in the movies, what's acceptable by culture. And sometimes as parenting, we have to be counterculture. And so that's mm-hmm. another thing we've got to watch for. What is in the culture that we're taking on and using in our parenting? And have we vetted that out? I think the biggest thing that parents use is schedules. They parent by schedules. Mm. So you have your work schedule on top of your school schedule, on top of youth group activities and church schedule, uh, after school activities, extracurricular, vacation. Everything else gets put on a calendar. We love to put things on a calendar. And as long as there's space on a line, we fill it. But the reality is you get to the end of your day, and I used to call them when my kids were little the bewitching hours. And if anyone's been a parent of yep. young kids, we got one of those. You, you know what the bewitching hours yep. are. You get to that part of the day where everyone is so tired and you still have homework or practice or something to, or cooking supper, and you're like, I can't keep doing this. That's when you know you're being parent you're parenting by a schedule. And then the last thing I think sometimes people fall into is being is parenting by your kids. What do my kids want? Or your kids telling you what, what they think that they that you should be doing. And you're so, again, you're busy, you're tired, or you want to give in to them, and you're parenting by letting your kids give you those ideas. And really, it's, it's, it's all of that is wrong parenting. Mm. You have to start with you're in charge, you're in control, and you're the one that sets the, the parameter. You set the schedule. It's, again, it comes back to the word intentionality. Yeah, We've talked right. about all these different issues that parents come up with, and it all comes back to um, focus and intentionality on parent. What kind of parenting? What are your parenting ways that you want to be? Well, it feels like you know, for a lot of us who are in, kind of in the rat race, if you will, and, and we sort of get caught into sometimes parenting by others and schedule and culture and kids and all the different things that we do, we kind of just need to stop. <laughs> and take take a break and sort of take a breath. Yes. And and reflect a little bit maybe. And maybe yes. that's one of the most important things that you could do if you want to be intentional as a parent is schedule sometime schedule. Right. Sometime <laughs> to stop. Right. And really think about are you being intentional right. in what you're doing? Yes. I it has to be an intentional pumping of the brakes. Yeah. And the, it starts with awareness. 
um, first of all, you have to be aware that I am a mother, I am a father, and I'm parenting this child. This child has one parent when they look at you. You know, hopefully you have a child that's, that's raised by two parents or parent grandparents or somebody that's parenting them, but that there's not an infinite number of people that should be parenting this child. Um, so it starts with awareness of who you are as their parent. And then you have to slow down, slow down enough to say, how am I parenting? What am I observing? How am I listening to my child? Um, you know, it's easy to see I've got a child with this problem. Maybe, again, we'll go back to the beach witching hours because I remember those vividly. So you get to the end of the day and this child is kicking and screaming. They don't want to do their homework. And our culture says, well, maybe there's a learning disability here or maybe there's some problems at school. Maybe the teacher's not doing right. But if you stop and listen to what the child is telling you, if they say, I'm hungry or I'm tired, the problem might not be with their learning or the school. It could simply be that they are exhausted and overwhelmed. And you have to say, you know, let me just start with that observation, listening to my child, and change that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of the hard things for parents is then you have to make a choice. Yeah. And I think one of the hardest things for parents, and I, I tell parents all the time, um, you, I think for children, having one extracurricular activity per season is, is plenty. And, and many times parents will pile on two or three and then add things like youth group or other things as they're not really counted. Mm-hmm. And so, but you don't know. I mean, it's like having a child work full-time hours and then give them a few more things to do. It is so funny. So we are in, in the boat where um, our daughter plays soccer two mm-hmm. nights a week of practice, games on Saturdays. And she came to us you know, a couple months ago and said, hey, I want to do this club tennis thing at school. We don't have a tennis team at school, but I want to learn tennis. We're just going to do this little club thing. And, and our thoughts were, oh, it's like you know, an afternoon a week, sure. We said yes. Mm-hmm. I said yes. I probably didn't intentionally think through it <laughs> enough. And Karn reminds me of that now. So, but, but it's mm-hmm. another two days a week. So now mm-hmm. we've got you know, practice for soccer on Tuesday, tennis on Wednesday, soccer on Thursday, tennis on Friday, and uh, games on Saturday. We see a difference in her mm-hmm. because of the added stress of another activity. Right. But man, as a parent, you know, you want your kids to have great experiences and you want them to, you know, be well-rounded and learn all this new stuff. It's just hard and it's very, very cultural. Yes, it is cultural. To add on all these activities to quote-unquote keep them busy. Right. And, and I think we forget that you have to look at the basic needs of the child. First of all, they need to know that they're loved. That is simple. If you can just, at the end of the day, they know they're loved, that's what's important. Um, they need nourishment and they need rest. <laughs> and, yes, um, and so many times we rush that at the end of the day and we forget to look at our child and say, what do they really need? Especially a five-year-old or 10-year-old. As they get older, some of that changes. But you know, they need rest. And as they get into high school, I tell you what, they, they hit that area that they need rest again. Uh, trying to get a teenager up at you know, 6 o'clock to get out the door to a 7 o'clock class where they can't even stay awake, it's a, a little bit crazy, but that's, that's the way schools schedule. So um, you know, just thinking about if this is a child and I'm taking care of their basic needs, is their basic needs to be busy every evening um, or do we give them some rest somewhere in, in oh, there? And, and you know, you, you, good reminder there is it's not just for little kids. You mentioned, you know, high school kids mm-hmm. and how I think oftentimes parents think, hey, I can, I can 
maybe do a pretty good job of intentionally parenting up kind of through middle school. But when I get to high school, you know, everything kind of changes and I need to back off. But, I mean, we need to be intentionally parenting in high school almost as much or more than in the younger years, right? absolutely. You never stop parenting. It's just that parenting changes. And we've talked about this um, in previous podcasts with Mike and Stuart. It goes from control to influence. And and you have to, at an early age, when a child starts um, being able to take over something, you guide them in being able to take over a part of their life. Maybe it's picking out their clothes. Now, you might not think that, you know, this six-year-old going out the door looks very good, but if they are addressed appropriately If they're dressed appropriately for the weather and where they're going, let them be. I will tell you a story. Uh, When Sarah is the younger one, uh, Daniel is her older brother, and she loved Daniel watching him play soccer. And he had some old soccer clothes and passed them down to her for play clothes. Well, for her third grade year, really for about the first two months of third grade, all she wanted to wear to school was her brother's soccer clothes. Um, As a mother, (laughs) I kind (laughs) of cringed every time she walked out the door with her hair in a ponytail and her brother's baggy, you know, grass-stained soccer clothes, but that was her choice. And you just kind of have to let them choose as they go along. But as they get into, especially middle school and high school, you've got to, um, I call it, you know, pick the battle. Like, where do you let them do what they need to do? And where do you parent mm-hmm. and say, I think I need to keep holding control on that. And Stuart used the words um, about dialing, dialing yeah. in your parenting. Uh, dial it up and dial it back. And sometimes in middle school and high school teenagers, you've got to know when that dial has to go up and you have to stand your ground and when you have to dial it back. And um, there's great ways to parent uh, teenagers, but you can't not parent. Yeah. That's not an option. Yeah. And I think that is one of the hardest sort of dances to dance is to know when your kids get older. Mm-hmm. When to dial your parenting, dial up, and when to dial it back. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are, there are, I think, a lot of things that we as parents typically dial it up on mm-hmm. that really aren't worth dialing it up on. Right. And we stay, we don't dial it up on the things that we maybe should, but that was the other podcast. Okay, yeah. so yeah. we're going uh, to talk, we're going to have a year of intentional parenting. We're right. kind of into it a little bit now. We've done a couple things, going to do some more things. So um, talk a little bit about sort of this year of intentional parenting and what it is that we're trying to encourage parents with. Right. So we we know that just because you desire to be intentional parents or you want to be intentional parents, uh, that's not enough. You have to have action with it. So when we talked about this big event that we were going to have to kind of kick off the school year with Stuart Hall coming in and talking about intentional parenting, and he did a great job with that. We just said, you know what, it's not okay for us to say, okay, parents, we've given you this information, good luck with it, and you're on your way. We said, no, we want to be with them for this whole year, and what would that look like? And so then the whole concept of a year of intentional parenting was the focus from that. We wanted to walk with parents in this time of being intentional parenting. Very, very good. So we've got lots of things going on. I'm here at Port City uh, with helping parents be intentional, and, and it really kind of goes through all the different seasons and all the yes. different times of year. And so um, wh- what would you say with parents who are thinking about kind of being intentional uh, as a parent that they just need to kind of you know, make sure about? 
Right. So we want this to be become habit forming. Yeah, we, right. we want this as, as you go through the whole year. Um, different things happen. So we definitely want to be with you all the different seasons of the year, but we want you to be able to to be reminded of the intentionality of it so that it is becoming more of the practice in your home. And it becomes what we throw in the word around now is the mindset of intentional parenting. Uh, that it's not just, hey, I'm going to you know, sit down with our, our family schedule in August and we'll try to set this schedule and then we just cross our fingers and, and hope it works. <laughs> we, we, it becomes a mindset so that on a daily, weekly basis, we're saying, is this schedule the right schedule for us? Have we overbooked um, or are our kids bored? I mean, you could go dial it back too much and have to, to say, well, yeah. what are the kids wanting? Um, and then also asking the kids if they want to do something, why are they wanting to do that sport? You know, is there some connection to them or is it just because everybody else is doing it? Um, so it, the mindset of parenting is also what we wanted to help parents with through the year. Like it's, it's a practice uh, of this one full year. We want to walk with you and, and give you as much help equipping and encouragement as we can through the events that we do, through the resources we provide, through our social media, um, and, and just talking to parents, just yeah. having opportunities where parents can talk to each other. Uh, we can partner with parents. So we just have a lot of different ways that we can talk about this intentional parenting. Yeah, and I can honestly say that, you know, from the time that we started this, we're still in his event and just some of the... the just, just the, the, the way that we've put that word out there, it's helped, I think, me as a parent mm-hmm. to just, you know, maybe not always, you know, take a day to step back and think about it, but just to take a moment, mm-hmm. even, you know, in the midst of something going on of stepping back and thinking, am I really being intentional in this? Because there's so many times as a parent where I just want to knee-jerk react to something. It's not intentional at all. It's probably harmful. And so just the, the concept for me of, of putting this on the radar, Right <laughs> has been helpful, and so yeah. thanks for pushing us to do that oh, for a whole. You're welcome. I year. think it's imp- I think it's important. I think it's a great place to come back to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And we may, um, who knows? Maybe it's more than one year of intentional parenting. <laughs> anyway, so uh, anything else you want to kind of say to folks about uh, intentional yeah, parenting? Yeah, you know, as, as you're thinking about this school year and, and, and intentional parenting, don't forget to take time and reflect on where you've been, the changes you've made, and say, you know, did these create better moments for us? Um, Did they take stress away? You know, what do we see? And celebrate those moments. Um, You know, if you've taken an activity away from your kids to say, hey, we want family time, what does that family time look like? And have fun in that family time. Mm -hmm. Don't just take away and and say, well, we're not doing anything. It could be we're going to enjoy our our meal together or we're going to talk and we're going to – we used to have our movie nights where we'd let the kids pick a movie and and sit there and just watch the movie. Um, So make sure that you're celebrating these moments of um, changes and – Look forward to what this is. This shouldn't be a struggle. It really is just a, a shift in, in the way you're doing parenting. And hopefully it's it's for the best. Yep, that's right. So um, we're going to be doing a year of intentional parenting. Hope you'll join along with us. And you can get more information about the Parent Network and see some of these kind of intentional parenting resources, again, at parents.portcitychurch.org. That's parents.portcitychurch.org. Follow us on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at PC3Parents, and then we've got a Facebook page 
that we uh, occasionally post some things to. That's PC3 Parent Network. So hope you have enjoyed this podcast and um, we will see you and talk to you next time. Thanks, bye.